Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey everybody, welcome to the bullpen. Uh, today's episode is being brought uh, actually live from the event sale November 30th uh, down to Tecumseh. I realize uh, when y'all hear this, the sale's going to be done uh, in the books, but uh, trying something new day, a little remote podcast. Uh, but uh, some quick updates on uh, Vulgar Cattle, uh, Nebraska Bowl Service and Vulgar Semen Center. Obviously, today's a big day for Vulgar Cattle, the event sale down here, 30th of uh, November. Hopefully, it's a good day. The sunshine down here should be should be a good sale out at out at the Nebraska Bowl Service. Things are rocking and rolling really good out there. Uh, once again, uh, if you got some bulls you want to come in, I would suggest calling, getting them scheduled, uh, getting them on out there, and have uh, have my crew help you out uh, here at Vogler Seaman Center. Uh, things are really picking up pretty busy too. So uh, go ahead and give us a call. Make sure you check out all the websites on uh, VogelCattle.com, Nebraska Bull Service, and Vogler Seaman. So uh, what we're going to do in this episode today is uh, hopefully we'll see how it works. I'm going to walk around and interview some of uh, some people here at the sale and uh, see what they get going on in their operations so you can all learn a bit, a little bit more about them and uh, – and uh, we'll see how this works. Could be fun. Thanks. Okay, I'm here with uh, with uh, Zach Kearns from Kearns Cattle Company, Rushville, Nebraska. We're down, like I said, we're live at the event sale today. Uh, obviously, when you hear this, the sale is going to be over, and we're all going to be uh, glad it's over and move on to the next thing. So, Zach, tell me just a little bit about your operation out there in Rushville, Nebraska. Yeah, we're out in the Midwest uh, Sand Hills in the northeast northwest por- corner of Nebraska. Uh, we run about 600 head of cows, um, probably about half of those are registered. Um, I'm a fourth generation awesome. uh, rancher with my dad uh, being the head of it um, and just really, really loving the sim genetics. We've been probably doing sim genetics uh, here for the last probably 14 years Yeah, and the maternal side has really flipped right. our program around. Exactly, exactly. So... So 600 and, and mostly those you say about half, how many of them are registered? About, about half. About 300, half. Yep. Okay. So how do you, how do you market your animals then, Zach? Well, we have, uh, we've been fortunate to come along with you guys. So we, we get to have these, uh, females here that we'll offer here at the event, um, every Saturday in November. So we'll sell our, our kind of our top show line heifers here mm-hmm. or, or hope to be donor cows in right, the future. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, we uh, will have an annual bull sale. This will be our 31st, uh, March 5th uh, this year. It'll be our 31st annual bull sale, and we'll sell about 80 bulls in that. Awesome. Great. So so from, I mean, you're here today. Where else do you go to market uh, Denver Stock Show? You've had quite a bit of success out there. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we uh, started, I guess, when we got into this Simmental thing to uh, promote kind of our uh, purebred aspect of things out in Denver. Uh, this will be our, about our, I think 2012 was our first year and yeah. we're, and we've been taking every pin or pin every year. Um, how, just, many, how many years have you won the pin show out there? 
four. Four? Four years, yep. That's pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good. Tough competition. Tough right competition. So, yeah. A lot of good cattle, but uh, it's, it's like... You know, I hate saying it, but we live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And you guys, what 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 what's happening out in the middle of nowhere today? What, yeah, we're what's, getting your da- a, what's your dad dealing yeah, with? Yeah, my dad's not the happiest, but uh, we're getting about <laughs> we got about six inches of snow already, and yeah. uh, wind's supposed to pick up here later today. Oh man, <laughs> that's <sucks>. typical typical <laughs> typical Nebraska weather. Yeah, nice it, one day and bad the next. Exactly. So sitting over here to your right, I know people can't see this, but visualize it. You got your right hand man. Absolutely. Want to introduce him a little bit? Yep. Eddie Eddie Bracken has, uh, I met him in Denver 11 years ago uh-huh. uh, when we worked out there and uh, asked Eddie to come or told him what I was doing when I was leaving and he said yeah. he'd like to come out and try it. Awesome. And uh, I, I try to talk him out of it every deal because yeah. he was from the city and I said, yeah. there's nothing out in Western Nebraska. And uh, I told him to call me July 1, and he's been here for 11 years, married, and has Great. two children. Awesome. So, Eddie, Eddie, so you're from the city. Where, where, where'd you grow up? Grew up uh, right downtown Denver. Downtown Denver. Um, yep. I grew up in the neighborhood of Park Hill, and I went to high school oh, on the awesome. east side of Denver. Which so, we, so you really, when you came when you came to join the Kearns, did you have any experience I would have cattle? been as green as they come. Uh, <laughs> I've never been in a tractor. Uh, the only livestock I've ever been around was when we went to the stock show uh, yeah. for a field trip. For school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So line. you were one of those walking around holding, getting in line to hold hands. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. That All was right, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So how, how long again you been with, with Kearns? It'll be 11 years. It'll be 12 years next June. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So obviously you love it. You guys get along great. Oh, now, I know I know. we always have a good time down here in Tecumseh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too good a time. But let me tell you, I know I love it. Um, I love it. And from day one, and this awesome. is honest, uh, when I moved out there, and uh, they just treated me exactly like I was family, like family. That's and I great. mean, it's it's that has not changed. That's that, that's awesome. And you don't find that uh, everywhere. No, you no. really don't. No, no, you and don't. And it's a you know the culture and everything. Uh, I just fell in love with it all. Uh-huh. So when you first started with with were you, were you married, or did you meet your wife out on the ranch? No, I, yeah, I met my wife uh, maybe three years after I moved out. So was she here? She a ranch girl. Well, she worked on a ranch for several years. Uh, she's actually a teacher now Good. for the school system in there in awesome. Rushville. Okay. Well, hey, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, hope we have a good day today, and we'll probably see you, uh, you know, get back, safe travels back to uh, Rushville. Uh, yeah, and uh, see you all in Denver. Yeah. So, it's coming up. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. I'm here now with Brad Tucker, Tucker Cattle Company, uh, Pleasantdale, Nebraska. So Brad's kind of, he's, he's, he is... Uh, the starter of the event sale basically got us all together and uh, decided to get this whole thing started. Uh, and this is the fifth year. It's been really great. Uh, known Brad for a long time. Uh, Brad, tell us just a little bit about your operation and what you do. Okay. Well, thank you, Les, and uh, appreciate your comments there. Um, for our operation, it's a really diversified hay and cattle operation, and it's uh, everybody in the family plays a role. Everybody in the family has a part from. Uh, Doing the chores, to the record keeping, yeah. and, uh, making sure the little ones are going and the mamas are taken care of, and that uh, everybody has their part. Everybody takes their takes their time to to do their piece. And we started uh, actually in the Simitol business back in 1984. Oh my! And I got started uh, in the junior program mm-hmm. is where I got my start and and took a liking to the Simitols. They were relatively new at the time. Yeah. 
and continued that interest all the way through the junior program, which today is still a, one of the best junior programs that's out there of any breed association. Yes, and I, would, and yep. I think we as breeders need to continue to support this event and activities that go on through the junior association. And from there, it uh, kind of turned into the Tucker Cattle Company that it is today, where we primarily are focused on quality. The quantity portion comes with the quality, but right now what we're doing is taking the better donors and breeding them to the top bulls that we can find for our customer base. Now, that requires some forethought on these matings, and it requires a little bit of understanding as to where some of these cattle would go geographically. And that's probably one of the biggest strong suits of the Simmental breed uh, versus others that are yeah, out very, there. Very adaptable. We have the adaptability to fit so many different geographic regions right. where people utilize different resources and run cows differently. There's no, there's no one equation when you're in the cow business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this year in the Simmental, uh, it ends coming up soon. Uh, when everybody hears this podcast, you still got time. If you're a member of the American Scimitol Association in the North Central region, is that correct, Brad? Yes. So tell us a little about it. you're running or or you're running for an office. Is that are we? Yes, running to uh, be a trustee. Okay. On the board of the American Scimitol Association, uh, back in August, they held the fall focus down mm-hmm. in Manhattan, Kansas. Yep. And from there, they took all the applicants, and the board nominated two individuals. Uh, to go forward as board nominees. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be one of those board nominees, and the uh, ballots have been mailed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about uh, the middle of November here, so everybody should have them. Double-check your mailbox if yep. you haven't. And, of course, you can also take care of your voting online. online yep. uh, I've done some campaigning, and the support's been tremendous, and I can't thank everybody enough for the support that I have received and make sure that you do get your votes cast online or via the USPS and do that by the 16th of December. 16th of December. And and once that is, when was when will the results be known? Do you know, Brad? The results will be known right after the first of the year. Okay. They'll have to do their okay. audit. And this is, and this is, I mean, the Simitola breed, like a lot of breeds, is going through a lot of... Uh, a lot of some changes and stuff, and this is a, this is a really important election, and, and everybody out there listen uh, in our area, the North Central region. Uh, you know, Vogler Cattle and our whole group down here, we uh, strongly stand behind Brad. So, uh, not afraid to say it. Go out and vote for. You get the ballots. You see Brad Tucker on there. Go ahead and mark that off. Uh, send it in, and make sure you vote. So, Brad, tell us. I mean, uh, other than here at the event, where else do you market some of your cattle? Well, a lot of the cattle will be marketed throughout the U.S. at some of the major livestock shows, yeah. such as Louisville, Denver, Fort Worth, uh, and of course, you know, off our place. Yeah, you know, exactly. We do private treaty, yeah. and uh, that's bulls and females. Mainly the bulls get uh, private treated, and then of course we'll do uh, the event online bull sale that we've been doing in February, yeah. and we may look at uh, an alternative option in the month of January yeah, this year. Right, yeah, that's always the option. And and, and uh, you mentioned at the beginning of our interview here uh, about your family. Tell us a little bit, Who I mean, uh, introduce your family a little bit. I know they're not in the room for us, but tell us a little bit about your Why, family. Sure. Uh, my my beautiful bride Vicky, uh, we've been married uh, going on twenty one years. Wow! Yeah, she, you, whew, she put up with you for twenty one years. <laughs> hard to believe. Hard <laughs> to believe. I know. <laughs> 
So we got a daughter that's a junior at the University of Nebraska. Her name's Bailey. Uh-huh. She's majoring in animal science and ag communications. Yep. And she kind of likes the horses, doesn't she? She loves the horses. Yeah, that's she, good. She adopted a Mustang, and she showed uh, at the Mustang Million in Fort Worth. Really? And uh, she just, her goal was to hit the top 10. Uh, she missed the top 10 by two points. Oh. She was 11th. Damn it. So she's still got a strong, strong uh, fondness for equine. As a matter yeah. of fact, she is on the equine team at the University, at the of, University Lincoln. of Lincoln. Yep. Uh, the middle daughter is Miranda, and Miranda is currently a freshman at KU. She's a Jayhawker. She's a Jayhawker, rock chalk Jayhawk. Yep. yep, there you go. She's studying political science and English, and mm-hmm. her future endeavors probably have something to do in the legal world. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And our son, Kaysen, he's yet at home. He's a junior in high school, and anything that ends in ball, he's highly active. In. Yeah. What is his favorite sport? All of them? You know, it's probably basketball and baseball. Basketball and baseball. Great. So so there it is. It really is a truly family operation, uh, kind of like a lot of operations out on the cattle and the farm and the ranch. Uh, but uh, that's the beauty of it. Uh, kind of keeps everybody together, and uh, it's a great life. So thanks, Brad. Uh, good luck on the election, and uh, we'll see you down the road, buddy. Thank thanks. you. I appreciate it. Yep. Okay, I'm here with Jared Shipman now. He is the auctioneer for the event, been, been our auctioneer for uh, all five years, done an outstanding job, and we really appreciate him. Uh, Jared, just tell us a little bit about how you got started in auctioneering and uh, and how, how, how busy are you? Oh, we're always, we can always be busier. Yeah. As I always refer to that, we might be busy this time of year, but it's just one week. We need to, we need to fill those weekdays. Yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, it's kind of a long story. I don't know if you got enough time. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, grew up in a breed of cattle, the limousine breed back when in its heyday and got to be around a lot of what I regard as some of the best marketers in the business and sale management firms and the only two voices I really ever got exposed to as a kid was Sonny Booth and Bruce Brooks. Okay. And you know I still remember fishing around through a stock tank at a sale. They had a lot of tent sales back then at a a Mm -hmm. little uh, production sale in Southwest City, Missouri. The last name of that operation was Strickland and that is my first uh, recorded still today very vivid memory of hearing Sonny Booth sell a sale. Yeah, and if you've ever listened to Sonny Booth, I mean that that voice and and the chant that especially he had back then in those days in the early '80s was was just hard to replicate. Uh, just a big booming voice and a, and a guy with a bright personality. And um, I still remember fishing through those stock tanks, getting a new grape soda out, <laughs> playing with the kids, and listening yep. to that in the background. But yeah, I guess that's kind of when I you know first thought and i was really young yeah that's what i wanted young. to do yeah, awesome and so out of high school i went to auction school at uh, i guess it'd been missouri auction school and at that time it was held in the exchange building there in downtown kansas city just okay. uh, outside just, of kemp arena right, right there, yeah where they well, right where they have the royal yeah and uh had the privilege of being exposed to stanley stout okay and yes. he was he was a big help and and gave a guy a a sense of hope that there was always there was going to be a chance knowing that the business especially this seed stock business and they say any part of the auction business is competitive and it's a it's a kind of a fickle deal it's you know the older guys seem to get a, a stronghold and there's still a lot of those guys if stanley was still alive today i'd, I'd say that he'd still be, he'd still i still be would, selling them yeah i wouldn't have as many as 
as I have personally, and that could be said for multitudes of right, other young exactly. auctioneers yeah. in my age demographic. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been kind of a process. I didn't get started right out of the gate. I went to Kansas State and uh, of course went to junior college at Colby and judged livestock there in Kansas State and uh, and had the you know privilege of being on one of Shockey's national champion teams and. And uh, he said to me in my senior year, he said, there's a job opening there at Kansas Livestock Association for a field man. And if yeah. you're going to continue on being an auctioneer, you kind of need to get some ring experience right. being a ring man. Yeah. I applied for it and I thought I was a shoe in and boy, I didn't get it. <laughs> it was a, it was a sucker punch. A little, little, little deflating. So I went back to uh, doing what I knew I could do. I went and started my master's and figured out I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And, and so I did it the, the non-traditional way. A lot of these auctioneers get started by working the ring or providing ring service, selling advertising, getting to know the people. I understand that aspect of it now that I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went back to clipping and fitting cattle yeah. and freelancing and right. and uh, worked for a lot of good operations. And then I made the good decision to get married and move to West yeah. Texas and work for an outfit by the name of Foster Brothers that have yeah. allowed me to pursue my auction career on the weekends if, See, if, yeah. if I needed to. Yeah. So it, awesome. uh, a guy by the name of Doug Park gave me my first Simitol sale and gave me a place to start. And then it just kind of, it's just kind of grown from kinda there. Grown and blossomed from there. Yeah. yeah. So just, I know just this, I mean, you did a, you did a, a sale yesterday. Uh, you're doing two today. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then what do you got? You got another one tomorrow? Yeah. We have, we have uh, after the event today, we'll go up to the, up to West Point, uh, James yeah, Phelps have that Foxy Lady yeah, sale, yeah, and great and guy. We'll go down the the road here to Hiawatha, Kansas tomorrow for Diamond M's, and that's Sunday. And then where are you production Monday? Production sale, and then Monday uh, <laughs> we kind of do uh, a deal management side with my with my friend Graham Blag up yeah. there at Efflings at CK Wagger Cattle Company yeah. in Highmore, South Dakota. So, so just just over these last three or four days, you're covering a lot of ground. We're covering a lot of ground. <laughs> We're paying, we're paying the gas tax to Iowa, Nebraska, and there, South Dakota. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, Jared, we really appreciate you coming up here and uh, working our sale. It's been a great five years, and hopefully hopefully some more. Uh, and thanks for taking a little time out of your day. I know it's I know it's busy and hectic, and uh, but we all here at the event really appreciate what you do for us and uh, look forward to many more years. I, so, appreciate, I appreciate the friendship and loyalty. Yep. I really all do. Right. Thanks, man. You bet. Okay, now I'm sitting here with... Uh, Kevin and Stacy Kirsten from Grant, Nebraska. Uh, they're part of Kirsten Trucking and uh, Kirsten Cattle Company out of Gretna. Uh, been uh, quite honestly, uh, it's kind of how kind of how Lauren and I really got uh, a good foothold in the Simital business with Vulgar Cattle. Is uh, we became partners with uh, with Kevin and Larry and Stacy and their whole family on. Uh, I guess she's a famous cow. Uh, BF Miss Christie Tango, and uh, that's kind of how we got started in our friendship. Uh, kind of, it started maybe a couple years before that, but that really blossomed a bit there. And uh, they're in here with me today, getting ready for the event. Uh, so uh, here's uh, Stacy and Kevin. How are you guys doing? Good, Les. Good. How are you? I'm, I'm great. So tell us a little bit about your operation. What do you guys? What do you guys do? Together with uh, Kevin's folks, uh, Larry and Judy, we and our two daughters, Stephanie and Corey, we raise primarily a Semitol herd, Semitol mm-hmm. genetics, and uh, we have a few uh, Maine Anjou floating around. Our mm-hmm. daughter Stephanie was on mm-hmm. 
Maine on Jude Junior National Board, and and uh, Corey is currently active in in Schoen and and so I grew up on a farm in South Dakota, and and Kevin grew up in Nebraska, and we met, and and as we've kind of continued to develop our uh, operation, the uh, number of cattle kind of goes up and down a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I yeah. think we're at around 150 head now, and yeah, and well, uh, try to breed for uh, replacement. Right, exactly. And and Kevin, tell us. I mean, your dad was in. I mean, what do you, you you and your dad? I mean, is trucking. And tell us a little bit about your trucking business that you got. There oh, we haul uh, rock and sand, and we all do driveways. We do yep. sewer contractors. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, and you're located right there, right off the interstate, right. Uh, what is that Platteview Road right there, yeah. right there in Gretna? So you get that. Yeah. How did uh, I mean doing that? Did I mean did your dad growing up? Did you guys have cattle before? Or? Yeah, I showed when I was in. Uh, I showed in 4-H, 4-H, 4-H juniors, juniors stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I know, I know both your daughters. I mean, with Stephanie, obviously, the, Corey's just now getting old enough. But uh, Stephanie, that was really. I mean, she was very very. Involved in the junior program, so yeah. she's been yeah she's been involved uh, since she was eight, and now she's twenty one, and and uh, has uh, loved the cattle, and as does Corey, she's eleven now, and yeah. and uh, kind of takes off, and yeah, and, Corey's a little pistol, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she definitely keeps us on our keeps yeah. us on yeah. our toes. But yeah, Kirsten Trucking has been in operation for. 40 years 40 years yeah. awesome so you and, your, you and your dad and your family have been working together that's kind of like lauren and myself Fa- yeah family operation some days that's some days that's a lot of fun some days it sucks <laughs> yeah. you know just be honest about it Work, yeah. working with your working with your working with your family is one of the most rewarding things and i've said this before and it's also one of the most difficult things because yeah. you're you're uh you're hardest on the people you love the most and uh Maybe you expect a little bit more out of them, but it's 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 really rewarding too to know that you can work together as a family and kind of keep that keeps our tradition going. Yeah, well, and like that's what we've say. always enjoyed with the cattle. I mean, from our we call it a show family, but I mean right. just the the amount of friendships that you make across the country and and it is the to us it's definitely the one activity you have to do together as a family, and it yeah. keeps us you know engaged with each other and and many conversations are. Uh, made over uh, over a cocktail in the evenings yep, that's and right. and, uh, so just- <laughs> and that's and, and that's the beauty of it because it it is i mean face it we're all here i mean you go to shows it's all a competition but i would say for the most part 95 98 percent of us all really get along good we're all friends yep. you know uh but we all want to win yeah because we all it all goes through our blood we always we all want to win we all want to do that but we all we all get along. We help each other. Exactly. You know, and exactly. if and if if that could maybe translate into some other aspects of the of the United States right now, that'd probably be a probably be a good thing, right? Instead of everybody yeah. everybody yeah. fighting. Competition so, is good, but friendship is better. Exactly. Exactly. So, other than the event, how else do you guys you guys market your animals? We also have an online sale in late September, and uh, try to do a few. Um, a few clubbies and a few purebreds on on that uh, yeah. steers and heifers, and uh, just to kind of continue to keep the cattle going. Uh, we're proud of the uh, genetics that we've been able to uh, reproduce and and the growth of our herd, and and uh, we uh, certainly couldn't do it without uh, good friendships such as yours. And we have some good people helping us. With Steve Cruz helps us make a yeah. lot of decisions, yeah. and then yeah. Josh Peterson is our good right hand man and and uh, jj bachman kind of all uh, awesome. do a yeah. lot of stuff to yeah, help us keep it going on a positive direction yeah as they say it takes a village it takes a village right that it does. <laughs> so yeah so i mean after after the event what's your, what's your next big uh, project 
coming up probably Calawise. Denver Stock Show, or you got something Denver. before? Yep. Yeah, we'll take a pen of bulls and a, actually we're going to take a pen of heifers this year. Yep. And so it, that'll be a new it, it, new adventure for yeah, us. Yeah, it should be it should be interesting this year too, since I mean some of you probably listen to the podcast know that they've uh, basically cleaned out the yards in Denver, so we're all kind of sitting here wondering what what it's going to look like and how it's going to work, and hopefully it works good. Uh, we'll see. Sometimes. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes you kind of get used to the old way, but it's going to be a new new deal out there this year. Yeah. Change and, isn't always bad, but uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it does create a little anxiety. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, hey, Kevin and Stacy, thanks for coming in because uh, I know it's getting close to sale time here. We need to get out and probably uh, visit with a few people, go look at the cattle, and uh, thanks again. And and thanks so much for the friendship over the years. And we will uh, we'll see you. Uh, We'll definitely sit down and chat after the sale and uh, maybe have an adult beverage. Maybe not. We'll see. But uh, chances are pretty high. So, pretty high. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yep. Bye. Okay. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to uh, this uh, episode of the Bullpen Podcast today. Uh, hope everybody uh, has a safe week. Hope the weather turns out, uh, kind of straightens out. I know some of you out in western Nebraska are getting hammered uh this last few days and stuff with the snow and ice, everybody stay safe, uh, keep warm, and uh, thanks again. And for any updates, you can always check VoglerCattle.com, uh, Nebraska Bull Service, and Vogler Seaman Center. So uh, on uh, behalf of everybody from the Voglers, uh, thanks for listening to the Bullpen Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. A Parkville Media Production.